Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into a Thursday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM. 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch, talk some sports. Ailey is our producer extraordinaire today. Uh, we've got a couple of people we're going to get on our program today and uh, have them talk to you about football recruiting and Gator baseball specifically. And we will also uh, talk to you about some other things happening in the sports world. And I'm going to throw out a couple throw out a couple of topics that uh, hopefully you will bite on. Uh, our baseball guest is going to be Colby Halter. Colby uh, just announced on Twitter uh, not too long ago he was going to be signing uh, a Major League Baseball contract with the Oakland A's. And so Colby now joins us to talk about it. Colby, man, how are you? Thanks for doing this on such short notice. Appreciate it. I can't hear him. I still can't hear him. Okay, Colby, if you can hear me, we're having a problem getting you. So um, we're going to try to call you back um, and see if we can get him here. I have no idea what's happening. Try it again. Uh, or just try it on the first line, maybe. Okay. No, I, I'm saying try it on, on. Yeah, try that and see if it works. Um, and uh, hopefully, now, if for some reason we can't, Ailey, when you call him, let him know if we ha- or have a technical issue, we'll try to call him back. Okay. We can get it fixed. I mean, but go ahead and try now. Technology can be wonderful. Technology can be awful. Um, But we will do what we can here to make it work. Greg Sankey, the SEC commissioner, is going to be the commissioner for a while. He got a contract extension, uh, and he's going to be the commissioner at least through um, 2028. All right. See if we can get Colby this time. Colby, you there? Hey, Steve. Ah, good. Uh, thanks for doing this in such <laughs> short notice. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, I appreciate you having me on. Um, I, I guess, you know, everybody wants to kind of know what was behind your decision to go ahead and sign. Um, so d- discuss that first, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, first I just want to say, or start out by saying how much, you know, I love the University of Florida. And, uh, you know, my whole life I have, I first as a fan and then um, got to be a student athlete there and uh, I can't explain how special it was the last three years and um, all the relationships I have with everyone at the university and all the fans and my teammates it's just been um, words can't describe how special it was to me so I'll forever cherish that Um, but you know I just thought for my career as a player um, it was best to go and start my professional career now Um, I was eligible for the draft last year and ended up coming back for one more year um, so and I'm really, obviously, really glad I did that. The season this year was, 
it was again i'm losing words trying to describe it um you know i love all of my teammates so much and uh it's probably my favorite season of baseball i've ever played in my whole life so um but yeah i just think right now is the best time for me to start my career and that's that's kind of what was behind the decision you know because it was such a special year colby i you know you did you went through this ty evans went through this a couple of other guys went went through it. You know, you were playing, and all of a sudden you were not playing and then got a chance to play again, and you mm-hmm. did. And look, at this level, everybody wants to play. That must have been difficult, but you handled it. What? Wh- how did you handle that, and did you think you would get another opportunity down the road when that happened? Yeah. Um, it's definitely not easy, but, you know, I wasn't performing at the time that I wasn't playing, and um, I, I really cared about the team a ton, and we obviously had a super special season going. So, you know, obviously I want to succeed really bad, and all of us want to succeed really bad, but I really just wanted to help the team. So when uh, when Dale and Derek had came in during Vanderbilt and uh, the SEC tourney stuff, and Derek had that awesome game, and, you know, Dale played well when he was in, um, I was just happy for the team, and trying to keep the focus on the team and that that really goes a long way um and obviously Tybo at the end there carrying us a lot in the, in the world series it was super awesome to see and you know we were super tight and i think it really just said a lot about our team as well like everyone just wanted the next guy up to do their job and uh do a great job and no one was ever sulking that they weren't playing or anything like that um, we're all just rooting for the next guy and you know there's teams that i've been a part of that aren't like that and uh it's pretty toxic and it's not fun to be a part of but this year was nothing but enjoyable, um, and we all love each other so much. So, Colby, when I mean, look, coming into the year, the way the roster looked, it looked like this team could do pretty well. But was there a point in the season, or did you know all along that this could be a a special season? Yeah, I think coming into every year, you know, the University of Florida they put a really good team on the field, uh, talent wise, and. Um, I think this year really just the, the chemistry of our team and uh, just a lot of the makeup and the leadership we had was, you know, really the difference maker. And um, I think there was a stat during the year. I mean, we came back in I don't know how many games, probably, you know, almost three quarters of our games. We came from behind and won. And that takes a really, like, resilient group. And um, I was saying at the end of the year, like, you know, we just kept doing it. And so especially those first couple of games in Omaha, like after those games, we're like, man, like we do this. Like we shouldn't expect anything else. So when we're down in the ninth, like we expected to win. You know, we thought we were going to come back. And uh, that that's really special. So it doesn't happen all the time. I'm going to ask you this. I know the answer because I've been there and it's been special for me as a broadcaster. But Omaha is such a cool place. There's so many things going on in the College World Series. What was that experience like for you? Yeah, um, looking back on it, it's kind of a little bit of a whirlwind, but um, it was really cool and obviously something that you grow up watching. And uh, I remember watching like Dalton Guthrie and Mike and all those guys playing Omaha on my couch. And when they won the national championship, I was sitting with my dad watching it, you know. So um, it's pretty cool thinking about all the fans that were watching and um, getting to be there as a player was was really awesome. It was a huge stage. There's so many fans in the stadium, like 26,000 or something almost every game. So that's something um, I definitely look back on and cherish, but I uh, probably won't play in front of that many people for a long time, you know, until you make it to the stage. So <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, it's a big stage for sure, and it's a lot of fun. Well, you kind of segued into my next thing here. Uh, what's next now for you? Where do you go, you know, after, after signing your contract? Yeah, so I'm actually flying out to Arizona uh, tomorrow morning to sign my contract, and then we have like a mini camp um, in Arizona for a couple of days, and then 
where whatever affiliate they send me out to, I'll probably finish out the season there. So got a little bit more baseball this summer and then uh, get ready to get after it in the offseason. Last question. You you mentioned, you know, how special the year was and how special playing for Florida was. It was so cool to see Gator fans come out uh, and, you know, sit through rain delays, sit through a whole bunch of things and yet come out and support the team. That must have made you guys as a team feel pretty good as well. Absolutely. I can't uh, stress enough how important the fans being at the stadium and packing the stadium and bringing energy is for you know us as a team. And then it really intimidates other teams coming in. So the result on the field has definitely changed. Um, and it was, they were so great at the end of the year and really all year. So appreciate it to all the fans out there that came out and supported. Um, and it means a lot to us as players, you know. So we really appreciate you guys. And, um, you know, I'll be back as a fan, definitely. So see you guys around. Well, and, and when you do, get up to the broadcast booth and say hello. You know that. So um, appreciate you, Colby, and, and uh, getting to interact with you through your time here. And we'll keep in touch, I hope, as you go along your career here as a pro. But thanks for doing this, and, uh, and, and thanks for being part of Gator Nation, too. Yes, sir. Yeah, thank you, you and uh, everybody who covers the Gators. And um, I just want to say, you know, I love, I love the Gators. So. All right. Thank you. Appreciate you, Colby. Thank you. Yep. Colby Halter joining us here live on Sports Scene. Really good guy. Um, and, you know, I don't say this often. I, I should probably say it more. I have been so blessed to be able to broadcast, I don't know how many games over the time I've been here. And the first one came when I was a student. Think of that. I was a student and got to do Gator baseball broadcasts. And to see the gazillions of kids come through here uh, and do great things is such a, a cool thing. And he's a, he's a really good kid, Colby Halter, and I just wish him success. And, you know, it's sad in a way uh, when, you know, you have a really special group and you see the chemistry, you see how well they get along, you see how good they are on the field, you see how well they get along off the field. Uh, you know, it, it's a special group here, and uh, it'll be missed. Twelve thirteen time check brought to you by Hayes Slurry. We'll open the phone lines up for you a little bit. We'll throw some things out there for you to discuss, I hope. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Brooke tonight. Yesterday, Gator men's athletics were announced for the third time in program history as the winners for the Capital One Cup. This cup is awarded to programs that show tremendous athletic success across all sports. Yesterday also marked the unofficial start to the college football preseason schedule with the first media days. The Big 12 is the first Power 5 conference to have theirs this week, but make sure to tune in next week for the SEC's media days beginning on Monday. In baseball, the second half of the MLB season will start back up tomorrow with 15 games, including the Tampa Bay Rays versus the Kansas City Royals at 8:10. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Brooke tonight. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. The good people at Southeast Car Agency at 310 Northeast 39th Avenue have been in business, the Cousins family, for 40 plus years. That in itself says something 
about their business. Longevity, customer service, and they just do a really good job. They don't have any new vehicles, friends. They never have. But if you want the best and late model low mileage vehicles, this is the place to go. And I've been getting my vehicles from there for a very long time. And every one of them has been good for me, including the one I'm driving right now. Lots of ways you can check them out. Go see them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue. You can test drive the vehicles. You can look them over for yourself. Their sales staff is there to answer any questions you might have and to help you with your car buying experience. And you can go online, secars.com. You can check out all the information that way as well. But what you must do when you go see them in person is tell them Sports Scene sent you to Southeast Car Agency. Don't give in to that constant joint pain. Take control and take back your quality of life today with help from QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is helping people every day here and across the country with their amazing non-surgical treatments that repair and restore damaged joint tissue. They use the latest advances in regenerative medicine, taking your own body's healing agents and concentrating them right in the area where you have the agonizing pain. This incredible non-invasive approach helps you take back control of your body, relieving the pain in knees, hips, shoulder, or back. No invasive surgery, no harmful drugs or steroids, and no downtime. Listen, summertime needs to be about having fun and making memories, golfing, hiking, enjoying the outdoors. So take control now and start living pain-free again. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics. Shop end-of-season deals during the truckload event at Lowe's. Right now, save on major appliances and get an additional 10% off in-store clearance appliances. Plus, take up to 70% off select vanities, like the Allen & Roth Vanity Combo. Was $1,399, now $409. Get great deals now. Lowe's knows savings. Lowe's knows home improvement. Vow through 719. Exclusions apply. While supplies last. Selection varies by location. See Lowe's.com for details. You don't plan for a computer virus. You don't plan to lose files. You don't plan to knock your laptop off the counter. And you don't plan for your PC to crash or your screen to freeze. But Staples has a plan. A plan for unlimited virus protection. A plan for help when you need it 24-7. Staples Total Support Plans are your tech plans for the unplanned, starting as low as $199.99. And although you didn't plan for this, right now at Staples you can also get $250 off select computers. N729 in-store only. See associate for details. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. But since they opened their doors in 1971, they have been the community partner of Gainesville, Ocala, and North Central Florida. Meldon Law is there through all kinds of weather, with offices in Gainesville, Lake City, and Ocala. Meldon Law, we won't back down. 
From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. Until Blake Alderman from 24-7 Sports joins us bottom of the hour to talk football recruiting, you can call us, 392-8255, and you can email srussell at wruf.com. John's up first. Hi, John. Hey, good afternoon, Steve. How are you doing today? Good, sir. Hey, listen, uh, I know SEC Media Days, is, is it next this coming week? It's next week? On Monday, yep. Okay, great. Well, I wanted to give you my pick to see how close uh, that, that they come up with these teams. I'm not going to give you my all the teams in the East and the West, but I'm going to say Georgia, obviously, in the, the East and Alabama in the West. Um, the two teams that, that I that I think that are going to be the, I didn't say the sleepers, but I think that they, they're they going to show some, they got to show their salt. I, I'm picking Texas A&M number two. I think Jimbo Fisher has, has got to come with his, you know, what I just said, you know, he's got to come up with his salt, so to speak, and, and I think he shows up, you know, with his recruiting that he's done in the last couple of years, he's got some good recruits there. I think they're going to finish number two in the West. And then my 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 pick in the uh, East is actually South Carolina. You know, with with Tennessee falling back a little bit, with you know losing Hooker and and, and some of the premier uh, wide receivers they lost, I'm I'm actually picking South Carolina as number two in the East. Uh, I think LSU uh, has a chance to win the West. I agree. Um, and that's why I don't think A&M will be in the top two. I think Alabama, LSU in some way, shape, or form will be. Um, South Carolina is kind of a sleeper, trendy pick. Yep, yep. Um, but I think the question for them it starts at the quarterback position. You yep, know, is Rattler. it the Spencer yep. Rattler that was not very good at the beginning or the Spencer Rattler that was really good at the end? You know, that, I think that's going to be big for them. Right. So uh, I'll be anxious to see what the picks are next week. And then later on, you know, later in the, in the summer, I'll give you the rest of my picks when there's a slow day. I know you got tons of calls coming up. So anyway, that, that's, that's my take on it. And uh, you have a great day, man. Okay. Appreciate you, John. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, <clears throat> when media days ends, uh, there's always a media poll that comes out that says, you know, here's the order of finish and it'll give sec all first team second team i'm anxious to see how many gators are on those teams because in past years the past two three four years there haven't been many on those teams byron hello steve hey man steve i love you so much man i think somebody on your show called me a byronism one day because i just say so many things so steve if there's nothing to talk about i got a thousand of them so here i go first Kobe and all the Gators, man, on that team, and all those great guys that gave their time and heart, man. You fell one short, but we love you guys so much. Thank you for what you said and why you come here. And I enjoyed watching you guys. I think we see the Kobe, Kobe. But, man, those cheers, I love that stuff, man, Steve. And, and, and to the coaches, and Steve, what you were saying, and the stuff y'all do for the community, you were right about Damian Lillard, but some, some of you guys really give a lot back. 
and, and make this community great, man. And, and I thank you for that. And, and going on to the football thing, Steve, just a quick question, and I don't want to push no buttons with nobody, but I, I was watching a little bit of the Florida-Florida State game. I forgot how close it was. I can't watch it when we lose, but uh, it was close. But Travis was the, the, the difference. But the, a question I heard somewhere was uh, rate the three of four or five teams in Florida. Is it any newcomers, hint, hint? But what are the top three or four programs in that order? And uh, all those coaches started at the same time. And last, Steve, a push for Jacksonville. I live close to the Bradford line of River. And uh, Tom Coughlin and the Fred Taylor for the for the Hall of Fame, man. Jag fans, and I'm pushing for that. If anybody got in the pool, do that for us and go Jaguars. And games. Thanks, Steve. All right. Thank you, Byron. A um, couple of interesting developments today. More trouble for Georgia. Uh, Victoria Bowles, who survived a car wreck that killed the, the Georgia football player and a recruiting staffer, has filed a lawsuit against the UGA Athletic Association and Jalen Carter in particular. Um, it alleges, or accuses, I guess is a better word, uh, the Athletic Association of negligence and contradicts public statements by Kirby Smart who said that uh, a recruiting staffer, Chandler LaCroix, shouldn't have been driving the leased SUV when it left the road and struck trees and utility poles. Um, so we'll see where this goes. The lawsuit also alleges the Athletic Association was negligent in allowing LaCroix to drive the, SC, the SUV during her duties because the athletic officials were aware LaCroix had at least four speeding tickets, which included two super speeder violations under Georgia law. The lawsuit says LaCroix's SUV was traveling over 104 miles an hour when it crashed. So not good news there. Uh, if you are a fan of the NCAA basketball tournament, there are some who would like to see it expand. Well, at least in the short term, that's not going to happen. Uh, the Division I Men's Basketball Committee met and said expanding the field is, quote, not imminent. Remember back in January, there's all these, all these uh, NCAA things have committees and subcommittees and subcommittees of subcommittees, and uh, this is the Transformation Committee. It recommended some changes to college sports, including allowing 25% of teams in sports sponsored by at least 200 schools to compete in annual championship events, which could move uh, the tournament from 68 to as many as 90 teams. The NCAA Board of Directors approved the recommendation later that month, but it looks like now it will not happen, at least in the short term. It's interesting. If you go back, I'm a big history guy. I forgot this. You know, the NCAA tournament expanded to 64 teams way back in 1985. And then went to 68, which is what we have now, in uh, 2011. So it's been over a decade since there's been any change. That'll be interesting to see. 
Um, and then I love this. You know, you got to give Rory McIlroy his due. I mean, he doesn't like live golf. He makes no bones about not liking live golf. Um, remember, there was this story that came out that said if Saudi Arabia's investment fund had its way, that Tiger Woods and Rory would have owned, or at least partly owned, some live golf teams. Well, <laughs> McElroy, quote, if live golf was the last place to play golf on earth, I would retire. That's how I feel about it. I'd play the majors, but I'd be pretty comfortable. So, I mean, give him that. He's been consistent. We're going to talk a little college football recruiting with Blake Oliver from 24-7 Sports next. 1228, time check brought to you by Hayes Jillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Cloaked in orange and blue and fortified on the campus of the University of Florida, you are listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Oh yeah, you can feel it. The hot Florida summer's upon us. And where do you feel it the worst? Well, in your vehicle, of course, unless you can reach over and dial in an icy blast of AC. If the air conditioning in your car isn't keeping you cool, take a ride and visit my friends at Dave Mays Automotive. And of course, AC isn't all they do. They can take care of your whole car, from brakes, tires, even engines and transmission work. And my favorite part is their honesty and work ethic. After all, there's a reason they've been in business since 1975. Take it from me, Steve Russell, there's no place else I trust my vehicle to. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. Mike Lester believes a good financial advisor helps you map out a plan for each step of your retirement without taking a commission. Mike also happens to be the founder of Talon Wealth and is on a mission to help those near and in retirement protect and grow their nest egg. And he's ready to prove it with a Talon Satisfaction Guarantee. It's pretty simple. For any new client that hires Talon to actively manage their portfolio, if you aren't satisfied after one year, for any reason, Talon will refund 100% of your advisor fees. Yep, that's right. For any new client that hires talent to actively manage their portfolio, if you aren't satisfied after one year, for any reason at all, Talon will refund 100% of your advisor fees. Call 352-751-3200 to learn more about Talon's satisfaction guarantee. That's 352-751-3200 or visit guardingyournesteg.com. Advisory services through Talon Private Wealth and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Florida License D056341. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Dry your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. 
career. Up to 44% of veterans say re-entry into civilian life was difficult. 20% say they experienced depression. And 6,000 vets complete suicide every year. At the Florida Veterans Support Line, over 300 veterans like you call every week for resources, referrals, and support. Veteran peers are here to take your call. One is here right now, ready to talk. You are not alone. Call 1-844-MYFLVET or visit myflvet.com. New sneakers, fresh backpack, three spiral bound notebooks, check, check, check. And the feeling of knowing you're ready to take on the challenge. I got this. Now that's empowering. Let Radiant Credit Union empower you with 5,000 bonus points when you spend $100 during the first 45 days of opening a credit card with us. But hurry, this offer ends August 31st. Visit RadiantCU.org empowering to get started. Federally insured by NCUA. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Muggy and hot for us today. Highs in the lower 90s. Heat and disease just like yesterday in the lower 100s. Passing showers possible during the early and mid-afternoon west of I-75. Better chance for heavy rain and thunderstorms today. Again, we'll be along and east of the Highway 301 corridor. Tonight, partly cloudy skies. Mild and muggy tomorrow morning. Lows in the mid-70s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Dog days of summer continue to bark. But don't worry, we're about to throw you another bone. The Rays continue their blistering summer heat wave, and we want you to experience it in person. Saturday, July 22nd, the Rays host the Orioles, and we want to send you. Just log on to WRUF.com and click on Contests. There you'll find the Rays Summer Heat Wave. Just fill out the form, and you'll be in the running to win a pair of tickets to see the Rays host the Orioles on Saturday, July 22nd. And we thank you for listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, your home for Rays baseball. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. Well, the never-ending saga of college football recruiting continues, and Florida gets another verbal yesterday, and more could be on the way. We will now bring in a frequent guest of ours, and love having Blake here because he knows his stuff. He covers college football recruiting for 24-7 sports. Blake, welcome as always. Uh, Another get for the Gators here and a possibility of more. Sure. Recruiting, like you said, whenever you introed in, it's a never-ending deal. And I really felt that in my soul. I actually have a week-long vacation coming up, and I don't know that I've ever had a vacation covering recruiting with the rate of guys that made their commitment in the in the month of July. So I'm I'm excited for some vacation, but I'm also scared that I'm going to be on my phone and computer half the time while I'm there. So yeah. Florida landing Kendall Jackson yesterday, a local guy there from Buholtz High School, um, listed as a defensive lineman on 24-7 sports. More of an edge guy is what Florida's looking at him as. It's what they call the jack position, which is a stand-up edge rusher, or they have the F, which is basically kind of a hand-in-the-dirt guy that 
they like to move those guys around depending on the body size between the stand-up rusher and that and that hand in the dirt guy, which is kind of similar to what you see for those edge guys. You see them stand up and drop back. You see them put their hand in the dirt and rush the passer. So Kendall Jackson was a guy that Florida offered last summer in, July, in June when he camped, uh, was a guy that really impressed them. They've been on him ever since, and now he's staying home. So good get for Florida. And they've got some other guys that uh, have some commitment dates coming up. So who knows? We'll see how this class shakes out. Yeah, for those who don't maybe follow recruiting uh, very closely, you mentioned about you know some of those guys that are looking to make decisions. Can you go over a few of them? Sure, absolutely. Uh, you've got uh, Teddy Foster. He's an in-state cornerback there from the Sarasota area. He'll make his decision um, at 7 p.m. on Friday. Uh, Florida, Miami, North Carolina are the finalists for him. I like Florida heading into that decision. I've got my 24-7 sports crystal ball on Florida. I think Corey Raymond has done a really good job. His resume speaks for himself with Teddy. Uh, offered him in the spring after they got a chance to watch him live in person during their spring evaluation period. Got him on campus again in June. Did a little workout there during one of their camp sessions. Gave him a chance for Corey Raymond to put him through the ringer, put him through drills while a lot of the other coaches watched him work out was a guy they really like his length. You know, they like the way he moves. They like a lot of the instincts that he has as a defensive back. So a guy they really like a lot. And, again, I like Florida there for him. Uh, one guy that I think maybe I'm probably leaning more towards Clemson right now, but I don't probably have as solid an idea of maybe the entirety of this recruitment right now as an in-state safety um, there in the Tallahassee area from uh, Florida State High School up there in Tallahassee uh, is uh, three-star safety Ashton, Ashton Hampton. Uh Florida, Clemson, Arkansas, Louisville have gotten them on campus in the month of June. Florida State is another school that, you know, being a, a local guy there in Tallahassee, he's visited, has not taken an official visit to them, and I don't believe he visited it at all in June. So I think that one's probably more of a Clemson-Florida battle right now as we hit that, that uh, Saturday uh, decision time for him. I, I think that I would probably lean Clemson right now, but like I said, that's one that maybe I don't have enough clarity on right now, but if you – if push came to shove and I had to make a decision right now, I'd probably lean Clemson, but that's probably more of a, a guess than anything. And then another guy that is, is a little bit later on on July 20th around 1 p.m. is in-state uh, defensive lineman DeAndre Robinson. He's there from the Orlando area, goes to Jones High School, uh, pretty productive guy. Florida had a really great haul along the defensive line in the 2023 cycle between high school guys, between portal guys, really kind of helped that depth that they were lacking this past season. And they've done a great job this cycle, too, in 2024 along the defensive line. Sean Spencer's done a really good job filling that need and sort of translating that room and adding some more bodies in there. So Robinson, I think if, he, he's kind of working with a lot of schools there, but I think realistically whenever he's sitting at the table and he's got the hats in front of him, I'd say Alabama, Ohio State, LSU, uh, Texas, and Florida have hats on the table. I think that that one probably boils down to more of a Florida and Texas battle. And when he's set – his decision date here in the last couple of weeks, there was a lot of buzz for Texas. Texas was, was a team a lot of people are watching. Um, I, I think here lately you've seen Florida try to make a little bit of a late charge here as that decision date rolls around. So he's still got some time before he makes his decision date. And I know a lot of people that if you follow recruiting have kind of thought Texas for him, but I don't think anyone should count Florida out there just quite yet. I think they're making a big push there as, as that decision date closes in. You know, Blake, you just you kind of segued into my next question because obviously – uh, this is the last time Texas and Oklahoma will be in the Big 12. They come to the SEC. Uh, Texas has always recruited well, and Oklahoma has too. If you had to guess, does, will coming to the SEC help them, or were they okay You know, before they came here? 
How much of an impact, I guess I'm asking, will it be coming to the SEC that would help their recruiting? I think in general it will help whenever you can brag about playing in the SEC. I mean, you see the the graphics they make on draft day when the NFL draft rolls around and how dominant the SEC is. You, I mean, that, that feather in your hat obviously carries a lot of weight, being able to say that. I would think that Texas in general, like you said, has always recruited really well. Uh, they do NIL really well in Texas there. I think that in general, Texas, it, it, they're a little bit more of a safer bet to say that they're already recruiting really well, like you said. I mean, would it, being in the SEC help them and just the, the things you can pitch to guys that gives a little extra incentive there of just what you can do for someone as far as putting them into the league, you know, playing in the best of the best. And all those things are great to hear for, for a recruit. You know, those things carry a lot of weight. So I think that would, it would help both. But I think more than anything, it would probably help Oklahoma a little more. Who hasn't recruited bad in any, any shape or form? You know, they, they've done a good job recruiting. But I think that would probably be something that's maybe a little bit more of a, of a bigger pitch that they can offer that, you know, like I said, Texas has done a really good job between NIL and just the history of the program. And, you know, not to say that Oklahoma doesn't have that history, but I think that being in the SEC is probably a little bit more of a, you know, kind of a swagger type thing that Oklahoma could, could benefit for maybe more so than Texas. Our guest here is <clears throat> going to talk a lot more recruiting here with us. is Blake Alderman joins us 24-7 Sports. Blake, I looked up the ranking uh, of you guys for Florida. I think they're third last I looked, and that yeah. certainly speaks very well of what Billy Napier has done. It's kind of like baseball to me. See if you agree with this. I think Kevin O'Sullivan is still going to build his teams around high school talent but fill in the gaps with transfer portal. I mean, night. I think it's 18, 19 commits, whatever Florida has now. Is that a fair statement that you think Napier will do this through high school recruiting and fill in the gaps in the transfer portal. Is that a fair assessment? I think it is. But I think that some years, depending on guys going in the transfer portal on your own roster, you know how NIL is now. Sure. Guys, even on your roster, you still have to recruit them. You really don't know how things are going to play out year to year, right? So I, I do think that in general, Florida would much rather build their roster through high school recruiting and not having maybe some of those guys that, it's not always – it's a case-by-case case thing here. So, you know, with, with with the portal, sometimes you get a guy for a year, maybe two years, something to that 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 type of effect. But with, you know, high school recruiting, depending on how they go in the portal, you're going to get those guys for four to five years, three years, depending on how, how well they play as far as going to the NFL draft. So I think that Billy Napier in general would much rather build through the high school recruiting trail. But I think in general, like you said, filling that void of some positions that maybe you don't hit on or you're not as confident on, through the portal and trying to add guys that have some college experience, you know, like, like a quarterback, you know, if you, if you need a quarterback really bad, go get in the portal. Would you much rather have a guy through the portal that's had some snaps, uh, you know, has, has seen college football on the field and has, has read defenses in college, or would you rather throw a true freshman in there? So, or even a younger guy, whatever, whatever grade he may be. I think a lot of times you're going to want to have someone that has some experience there. So it, it depends on what your roster looks like year to year. But I do think that in general, high school recruiting seems to be kind of the bread and butter for this, this coaching staff of trying to get these guys in that you've sort of handpicked out of high school and that you feel like they have a lot of the traits you want. You can develop them into what you want them to be. Last thing for you. Um, if you, you know, look, go on Twitter, uh, you see Lagway, you see others – talk about, you know, joining Florida, you know, getting Florida back to prominence. We've just begun, you know, that sort of thing. And, and and that's not just a Florida thing. I mean, just about everybody does that. But that seems to me like that's a real theme here 
with these kids coming into Florida. You know, their their goal is to get Florida back to national prominence. Am I wrong on that? No, you're not. And I think that is something that you see year to year with the recruits. They always want to be the class that changes things, changes the trajectory of your program and, and putting them back on the map. But I think with this class, you see what they're putting together. I mean, you've got the number three class, according to 24-7 sports recruiting rankings right now. That's where you start to say, like, oh, man, this is something that could be very realistic. You've got a bell cow, a high elite player quarterback that's really still got a, a ceiling that's pretty high that could still develop more down the line in DJ Lagway. You're starting to put some of these big names around him. You're starting to get these high four-star guys. You're starting to get these blue-chip type players that are coming in with him. And I think that they're all seeing – I always say, see the saying, and I, I don't remember which class or school really kind of started this, ballers want to play with ballers. If you can get a bunch of good players together, it's going to track other really good players. So I think when you see that, you see what Florida's starting to put together, and you're a, a big-name player yourself, you're thinking, man, these guys are really good. They can really change the future of Florida. Like, what would I do with these guys? You know, I could help things out myself. So I think that that brings some intrigue there. But I do think that these guys, like most recruits coming into a school, playing on this is a class that's going to win a national championship. This is the class that's going to change things. Just from covering recruiting cycle to cycle, you hear it pretty much every year. But when you see what they're putting together in this class right now, you start to see that the elite talent is starting to stack up, and that could be something that's very real. Okay. As always, Blake, where can people see your work? Yeah, Swamp 24-7. It's the Florida Gators 24-7 sports site. Uh, decisions coming up. I've had some notes posted of things going on. You guys have seen the commitments are not slowing down anytime soon as much as I would like them to, to have some time to not stare at my computer for hours and hours on day. <laughs> but um, it, it's, it's been very, very busy. It's been very fun covering this class. It's been, it's been a lot of fun seeing all the, all the, the charge that Florida's making these recruitments. So I, I'm on Twitter at, at Blake Alderman. A lot of my stuff is on there. Um, so between those two things, that's where you can find me. Okay, Blake. Appreciate you. Thanks a lot. Uh, thank you. Yep. Blake Alderman, one of our grads, does a terrific job covering college football recruiting for 24-7 sports. Uh, interesting, in past years, just to put a bow on this, you know, Florida may have been, let's say, 12th in, in a class, but they were maybe 6th in the SEC. Today, <clears throat> obviously with Florida being number 3, they only trail Georgia. And some of the big-name schools, Alabama is 10th, LSU is 11th, Tennessee is 12th, FSU is 15th. So right now, and again, this is going to change when kids make their decisions, but you get the point that, you know, he's – give Napier and his staff credit. Uh, the thought process was that they would be good recruiters so far – that's held, that, that's held serve. The rest of the day, it'll be us. I've got some things I want to throw out there and hopefully hear from you in our Clear Sound Audiology phone line. It's 1246. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Bennett Solomon. College football media days began yesterday with the Big 12 media day. SEC media days will begin on Monday, and the Gators are set to speak on Wednesday in Nashville, Tennessee. Head coach Billy Napier will be joined by veterans Jason Marshall and Ricky Pearsall. Gators men's sports won the Capital One Cup at the ESPY Awards last night. 
This was the third time men's athletics have received this honor. Baseball returns tomorrow with the Tampa Bay Rays taking on the Kansas City Royals on the road. Also, the Miami Marlins will travel to Baltimore to take on the Orioles for a three-game series. Finally, SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey signed a contract extension that will keep him with the conference until 2028. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Bennett Solomon. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Don't give in to that constant joint pain. Take control and take back your quality of life today with help from QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is helping people every day here and across the country with their amazing non-surgical treatments that repair and restore damaged joint tissue. They use the latest advances in regenerative medicine, taking your own body's healing agents and concentrating them right in the area where you have the agonizing pain. This incredible non-invasive approach helps you take back control of your body, relieving the pain in knees, hips, shoulder, or back. No invasive surgery, no harmful drugs or steroids, and no downtime. Listen, summertime needs to be about having fun and making memories, golfing, hiking, enjoying the outdoors. So take control now and start living pain-free again. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10% or Mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. Clearsound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Total control. We'd all love that, wouldn't we? You can have total control of your home environment with help from Electronics World. Let the pros at EW install a system to control your audio, video, lights, locks, thermostats, custom shades, garage door, and more. Plus, monitor your surveillance cameras with just one app. Now that's total control. Electronics World. Visit our showroom in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no-hassle, no-overcharge auto repair shop. Now looking for qualified auto mechanics to join their growing team. If you're a self-motivated worker with an attitude for excellence, Bush Auto Repair is looking for you. Enjoy competitive pay and a family working environment where they've been keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call 352-372-0372. That's 372-0372 now or at chuckbushautorepair.com. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Okay, for the rest of today, it's us, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Because we are smack in the middle of baseball season and because we are in the summertime and because there isn't a lot going on these things that I'm going to bring up get talked about I want to know from you 
and I'm going to break down the sports individually. I'm going to start with baseball today. Okay? Name me the three top baseball announcers of all time. It could be somebody currently. Right? And this can be somebody local. In other words, if you were born and raised in Baltimore and, you know, you had a whatever, let me know. Because for me, one of the reasons I wanted to do particularly baseball play-by-play was because of who I grew up watching, both locally and nationally. So we're going to do some football partnerships later on as well, but hopefully you'll bite on this and let me know. Mark says, like you say, everyone loves a winner. When the team is winning, fans show up. Yes, they do. To be quite honest, with the exception of a couple of seasons here and there since 2009, football has not been competing for championships. With the conference becoming even more competitive in 2024 and UF football being down so of late, do you think part of the reason for the seat reduction is that the UAA and Strickland are less bullish on the program competing again for championships in the near future? No. I don't think that at all, Mark. I think it is economics. I think it is the uh, want for a better seat, for a better fan experience. And to get those, you have to reduce capacity. You just do. And I know there's a a petition out there to, you know, have it not go below whatever that number is and, and, Okay, I get it, but you can't have it both ways. If you want to have a better experience sitting in the stands, and that's just not the seat, better sound system, you know, more video boards, better restrooms, all that, you're going to have to have this. Steven says how important to most Gator fans is winning the all-sports Capital One Cup if football and basketball are down. I think it's a tremendous honor no matter what. Of course it is. I understand the two big kahunas in most places are football and men's basketball. I get it. It's the, it's the money. It's the revenue generators. I get it. But it is a big deal to win the Capitals Cup. And it's even, I mean, think about it, okay? The men um, had, I think, 91 points, I think it was. Golf, number one. Outdoor track, number one. Baseball, number two. Indoor track, number three. Swimming and diving, number six. That's pretty good. The women were 14th. Texas won the Women's Cup for the second consecutive year. Guess who's coming to dinner, right? Texas. So, that will be interesting to see um, what effect that has on the SEC. And by the way, uh, the top five in the men, Florida, Stanford, they have a lot of sports, Georgia. So give them credit. It's not just football. Uh, Penn State and Virginia. So think about it. SEC, Pac-12, Big Ten, ACC, 
all represented here. Pretty good. Uh, Mark says, uh, do you think Sankey's done a good job as the SEC commissioner and warrants this extension? Yes, I do. I am very biased because when I went to Media Days every year, Mike Sly was the commissioner, and he was, frankly, much more accessible than Sankey is. He would come on all the time here and talk directly to you. Um, I've had the pleasure of interviewing Commissioner Sankey once. Hopefully more, but he's hard to get to. But he's done a good job for the league. Done a good job for the league. Lucas says, uh, Vin, meaning Scully, Harry Carey, and Jack Buck. Those are good. Those are good. Uh, John, uh, any thoughts on Phil Steele's all-SEC teams below? My only surprise, Trevor Etienne is only the fourth team. Have researched everybody above him. Based upon where UF players are on this list, I would not expect a huge season. Well, guess what? You will hear from Phil Steele Monday. He's going to be here. Um, but, yes, if you look, and, and again, if you go back and look, it doesn't always happen this way, this way. But a lot of times, if you don't have players on the first or second teams, your season doesn't go well. Florida, Tennessee, Texas A&M, and Auburn did not have a player on the first team in Steele's preseason. Arkansas, Missouri, Vanderbilt had one player each. So how about that for Vandy, huh? Um, and uh, Kentucky, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, and South Carolina had two. Does that mean Kentucky is going to be better than Florida? No. But it is pretty interesting to see where that is. And once again, you will hear from Phil Steele Monday. All right, we're going to get a call here to wrap up the first hour. Greg, hello. Hey, Steve. That's a weird bell. Hey, uh, question for you. You know, we got football coming. Gosh, almost halfway done with uh, July, so it's coming. You know, two a days practice. With the SEC expansion with Texas and Oklahoma, <clears throat> I'm sorry about your baseball question with announcers. I'm not a baseball guy, but I wouldn't even know. But with Texas and Oklahoma coming, Steve, and even more if and Lord willing, they'll get to nine games, you're still talking 16 teams. I mean, when are they going to release, getting back to my original point, we're almost to two-a-days, when are they going to get the the format out with the new SEC for, you know, I mean, even though Texas and Oklahoma aren't in it this year, I get it, but still it's 14 teams, and they're not going to do East and West. I just don't understand how there can be a fair SEC championship, and, or if, for that matter, an SEC championship game when Texas and Oklahoma get here. You're talking 16 teams and only eight or nine SEC games, and I'll just listen to your thoughts off there and go Gators. Okay, thank you. Uh, Greg, I'm not sure how you mean that. I, if I had more time, I'm kind of crunched to the top of the hour. I, you know, it's not 
It's never going to be fair, if you want to use that word, because everybody doesn't play everybody else. So, you know, now they've released, you know, the opponents, and it's going to be the top two teams, not going to be any East-West, and that is certainly good. But I, you know, that look how it is now. Is it fair now? The way this get no, they don't play every team in the SEC now, right? So I don't see much of a difference when it comes to that. Hour two coming up. We hope you'll join us. Our thanks this hour to Blake Alderman, twenty four seven Sports, and to departing Gator baseball player Colby Halter for joining us. Hour two coming up. Stay with us. ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Dr. Kim is so, she's spiritually and uh, personally and physically a beautiful person all the way around. That's what I admire most about her and that she's up on the latest techniques and everything that's going on in the field that I feel a lot of confidence in and I just I enjoy being around her and talking to her. How about Dr. Art? Well I think the biggest thing is that, that he stays so far ahead of everyone else technically. You know you, you don't worry about what he's doing in your mouth because it is the best. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. Attention business owners. Was your company impacted during COVID? If you had W-2 employees during 2020 and 2021, you may be entitled for up to $26,000 per employee through the Employee Retention Credit Program. This is not a loan. The IRS paid back billions already. We've helped thousands of businesses just like yours, so let us help you. At ERC Business Solutions, we make it simple. We do it all for you, so you won't have to worry about the complex application process. There's absolutely no risk. If you don't get paid, we don't get paid. Most businesses do qualify, even those with no decline in revenues or those that already got PPP. Discover how much you can claim. There's no cost or obligation. Call now, 888-316-1372. That's 888-316-1372. Get up to $26,000 per employee. Call 888-316-1372. 888-316-1372. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Dry your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City.
City offices. Clear Sound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. We begin Hour 2 of Sports Scene for a hot, sticky July Thursday in the University City. Ailey is going to be our producer today, and we thank you for joining us and making us part of your day. It is always appreciated when you do. Hope you missed the, you didn't miss the first hour because you missed Blake Oliver, 24-7 sports talk on Gator football recruiting and Gator baseball player, or former Gator baseball player now, Colby Halter, who is going to be signing on with the Oakland A's. Uh, it'll be us the entire hour. I did throw out today uh, your favorite baseball announcers. Throw those out to me as well. And anything else you want to bring up, you can. You can email srussell at wruf.com or call me 392-8255. And Greg, um, I'm going to try to uh, uh, elaborate a little bit here, or maybe you can let Ailey know. Are, Are you asking about the SEC schedule beyond 2024? Is that what you're asking? Because, yes, they've not determined that yet, but certainly they have for 2024. They're, they're in no rush, I don't think, to uh, make that happen. Uh, George says, Ernie Harwell, he's a Tigers fan, Harry Carey, and Vin Scully. Yeah, Vin Scully... Uh, is a guy that I didn't think a lot of, honestly, until later in life. Uh, he was a bit too cerebral for me when I was young, but as I got to be older, uh, yeah, pretty good. Andrew says Bob Euchre and Harry Carey. Okay. Uh, Tampa Mike says uh, props to Mr. Uh, let's wait. Joe Garagio, I don't know who he meant. Um, Joe Garagiola, uh, Cardozo, uh, Skip, oh, there's there's five. I, I did say, but I guess, okay. Um, Skip Carey, Pete Van Weeren, Ernie Johnson, I guess, okay, that, that could be one. I, I see what you're saying. Okay. Very good. Uh, and then uh, Hunter says, uh, I heard you talk about the SEC first team with Phil Steele. Um, can you elaborate a little bit? Yeah. Um, he's come out, and there aren't – the Gators are one of the teams that doesn't have anybody on the first team. But they're not alone. Even I mean, Tennessee's predicted to do pretty well. They don't have anybody on it. A&M doesn't have anybody on it. So does it necessarily and, – and if Vanderbilt has a player, does that mean Vanny's going to have a great year? No. But, it, I mean, it is a bit of a measuring stick to see, you know, what people think. And, again, you'll be able to hear uh, Phil Monday here on the program. All right, going to be a slow day without your calls. We need them. Three nine two eight two five five. You can email srussell at wruf.com. I got to say this uh, about 
LeBron James. I'm not a big SB guy. I mean, I think there are some great things that happen at the ESPYs. I just don't sit and watch it. But he made his announcement last night. He was going to, back, going to come back and play another year. Uh, one thing, I don't know that he meant it uh, the way that he said it because he said something about, lucky for you guys, I'm coming back. I mean, it's, I don't know that he meant it like that. But think about a guy who's going to come back. He's played for 20 years at the level he's played at. That's pretty remarkable. I mean, you love him, hate him, don't like him, whatever. That's pretty remarkable. And they had a pretty cool thing with Carmelo Anthony last night, who I think is a vastly underrated player in the NBA. Um, that they did, I think it was Chris Paul and uh, LeBron and uh, D-Wade. That was pretty cool. Let's see. Justin says, Sean Kelly, Jeff Cardozo, Steve Russell. Thank you for that. Um, that was not a plant, so but, but thank you. Um, Mike says, uh, Pee Wee Reese, Dizzy Dean, Jim Palmer. Okay. For me... It was Mel Allen growing up as the Yankee broadcaster. It was the Mets broadcasters, uh, Lindsey Nelson, Ralph Kiner, Bob Murphy, but especially Lindsey Nelson because Ralph Kiner was kind of rough. Uh, he would make mistakes a lot, but he was still beloved by Mets fans. I always loved Kurt Gowdy doing baseball. Um, and I thought Joe Buck Jack Buck, good. But I don't know that one person stands out. I, I, I must say, if I had to pick one, it'd be Kurt Gowdy. And there's some guys like Kurt Gowdy that could do football really well, baseball really well. They're pretty special. Um, Carl uh, has a football question. Uh, pretty long. I'm trying to sift through it here. Um, he said if Florida, basically what he's saying is if Florida has another mediocre year, uh, how will that affect the fan base? Well, they won't like it. That's simple. No, no, nobody likes six and six unless you're 0 and 12. Six and six then becomes great. But if your thing is to play for championships, six and six isn't going to do much with that. Just isn't. Uh, let's see, Chris. His favorite announcers? Vin Scully? John Miller. Yeah. Giants. I think he was the Orioles, too, and Bob Euchre. Someone mentioned Joe Garagiola. Growing up at the Panhandle in the 70s, we only had three channels. Only time I got to see MLB was the Saturday game, usually broadcasted by Vin and Joe. Loved hearing those guys do a game. I was not a Garagiola fan. I thought he talked a little too much for my liking. He was also part of the Yankee broadcast team, as was Red Barber. 
and he's another guy that I think does not get enough credit uh, for what he you know, as the He was the understudy of Vin Scully and then later became a Yankee broadcaster. Uh, I'm a little partial because he went to school here, obviously, way back in the day. Uh, but he was part of that Yankee broadcast team, Mel Allen, Phil Rizzuto, Red Barber. Pretty good. Uh, okay, 392-8255. You can join us on the Clear Sound Audiology line. That is where D is. D, hello. Hey, how you doing, Steve? Okay. Uh, just talk some basketball with you right quick. All right. Uh, uh, thank God they're not expanding the field of the. I know I heard you talking about that earlier. I just think, you know, 68 is perfect, man. Um, you know, you, you can't have every team in the postseason like they're doing in other sports. So I, I just think, uh, yeah, 68 is a great number. Yeah, maybe I'll throw that out for discussion because I'm trying to get something because um, <laughs> it's that time of the year. Um, you know, would would a fan be uh, in favor of expanding it or not? I, I kind of like where it is, and I, I don't know what the number is, but I don't like everybody being available to be in the playoffs because that, to me, renders the regular season uh, a bit meaningless. So that's why I don't like a lot of teams, but I'm not sure what the number is. Right, I agree with that. Uh, I want to talk about uh, Damian Lillard. I heard you talking about that yesterday. Uh-huh. Um, you know, Steve, I – I get where he's going. He wants to be traded. But, you know, from Portland, um, I'm looking at this as like, you know, you signed a four-year deal. You got four years left on your contract. And we're not going to just give you away to Miami because Miami doesn't have anything that is, you know, kind of attractive or worth what what, what we're giving away. So, you know, he's not Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal had a no-trade clause. So he could kind of force his way to whichever team. You wanted to go, so, you know, if I'm Portland, I'm going to sit tight until I get what I want, and if Lillard doesn't like it, so what? Just like you said, man, he wasn't playing for free in Portland. They paid him handsomely, so, you know, you had a chance to leave, but you signed an extension, so now you, you don't get to dictate the terms. You know, I understand from a purely from a player standpoint, okay, that you don't have any control of where – you are initially drafted, right? You, you have no control over that. If, if a team is bad and they're picking early and you're a good player, you might go to a bad franchise early. And the thing that's always kind of bothered me a little bit about all this from a player's standpoint is you, you owe it to me to build a team around me. Well, that's what ownership is supposed to do. I don't care what team it is or what league it is. The idea, ideally, is for the draft and trades and all that. To But just because you're a really good player and you don't have a championship, well, then it's incumbent upon that organization to trade you because you demand to go to it. I have a problem with that. I just do. Right, he's he's going. He's you know narrowed his list down to one team, and you know I'm I'm pretty sure if 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 Miami had you know like a Jason Tatum or Luka Doncic or you know somebody of that ilk, the deal would have been done. But they just don't they don't have that type of player. And like I said, if I'm Portland, I'm 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 going to sit tight and I'm going to I don't I'm not going to give into the public pressure, the media, 
the fans, Twitter, whatever. I'm going to sit back and I'm going to wait until I get the deal that I want, and then I'll send them. Uh, I'll send them the Miami if if they have what we're looking for. Yeah, if you don't do that, because you're talking about one guy. I mean, good guy, good teammate has done a lot for that city and that franchise. No question about it. But if I'm if I'm the owner, if I'm the general manager, my job is to construct the best team I can to you know for my fan base and for the other players in the team. That that's that's the bottom line of anybody that's that's going to own a team. Yep, it's business both ways. Yep. Okay, thank you, D. David, get right to you. One fifteen time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Alex Washburn. The Florida Gators men's athletic program won the Capital One Cup for the 22-23 academic year. The cup is a measure of the university's placement in NCAA competition performed over that year. Major League Baseball's second half of the season begins tomorrow. The Tampa Bay Rays, despite recent struggles, continue to lead the American League, while the Miami Marlins have the top wild card spot in the National League. SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey has agreed to a contract extension through 2028. He has been in that role since 2015 and has overseen the conference's addition of Texas and Oklahoma and the $300 million TV contract with ABC. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Alex Washburn. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. If you're a regular listener of the show, you know I've told you about the Road Heaver Boys Ranch now for a while. It's in Palatka. And if you don't already know about the great work that it does, allow me to tell you about what they do. They house at-risk young boys from difficult home environments, and it is sustained by your donations of either unused or unwanted vehicles of just about any kind. They'll take an RV. They'll take a motorcycle. They'll take a boat. They'll take a car. And remember, whatever you donate is a tax-deductible contribution. And through this, these kids learn to live, to turn troubled lives into futures full of promise, with real-life skills because they repair the vehicles first and then they go out and resell them. So, again, if you have a vehicle like this of any kind, please consider a donation to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. To find out more, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org. Your donation can make a big difference. Medicaid covered many Floridians during the public health emergency, but now for many, that coverage may end. If you are in jeopardy of losing your health coverage, don't worry. You may qualify for affordable health insurance through the Federal Health Insurance Marketplace. Navigators are ready to help you find the most affordable coverage option. This help is always free and confidential. Visit us at CoveringFlorida.org to learn more. That's CoveringFlorida.org. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. 
This message is sponsored by the Florida A&M University Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Mary on Demand is live. Start your marijuana education journey today and learn more with Mary on Demand. Take the self-guided education series at your own pace. You'll decide what you'd like to learn and when. Visit mary.famu.edu to learn more. That's M-M-E-R-I dot F-A-M-U dot E-D-U. Mary, educate, learn, talk. Every week we talk about our good friends at Panini America, and rightfully so, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. We invite you to check out their NFT marketplace at paniniamerica.net slash blockchain for one-of-a-kind digital cards. They have public auctions that are on the site. You can find the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats. You got the official products from the NFL, UFC, NBA, and collegiate sports. You can share your cards in the public gallery, complete challenges, earning exclusive award cards, and build a wish list for the items that you love. Keep an eye out on the Panini NFT platform. Unique, one-of-a-kind VIP experiences. Select NFT holders will have access to, like, on-the-field experiences at NFL games, backstage at the UFC, and so much more. Panini NFT trading cards giving you the opportunity to pull autograph cards and more, even one-of-one one NFTs from every pack. PaniniAmerica.net slash blockchain, the official trading cards and NFTs of The Dan Patrick Show. Coming up at 4, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. We welcome you back. Call us up, talk to us, talk sports on the Clear Sound Audiology phone line, 392-8255. That is where David is. David, hi. Hey, Steve David in Tallahassee. Uh, I've been reading all of the preseason football magazines, and uh, most of them had a, have a pretty low opinion of uh, the Gators' upcoming season. But at the same time, uh, we've got all these uh, great uh, transfer portal players coming in and incoming freshmen and, and recruits. And uh, what do you, how, how do you balance that? Uh, what's your opinion on that as, in terms of uh, the incoming talent we have uh, you know, versus what the uh, prognosticators are saying. It's very difficult, in my opinion, to navigate that, David, because of what you just said, right? I mean, look, the, the glimpses we saw, uh, Mizell, Andy Jean at receiver, uh, Jakeem Jackson, you know, looked good. But let's face it, this is spring. It doesn't, it doesn't necessarily mean anything. And then certainly, when you look at the transfer portal, you know, there's guys who have played, but how do they fit in? You know, what do they do? I think it's very difficult to navigate that. Whenever you've not seen somebody play, you never know what they're going to do when the lights go on. And that's going to have to wait, I think, until you know the season actually starts. Do you have any, uh, any ideas yourself about what which players might have a big impact? Of the, well, like I just said, guys. of the freshmen, I certainly think the two receivers, Mizell and Gene, have a real chance. I, I think they're, they're they're pretty good, and I think they have a chance to to uh, do some some damage. Collins uh, off the edge has a chance too. Uh, they've got him up to about 280 pounds. 
He could be a rotational player. I don't know that you're going to see you know a guy like him start, uh, but it's just hard. I think the guys I mentioned have a chance to play. Will they be starters? You know how much impact they make. I you know just it's just it's just hard to say. Yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense. Uh, well, I, I tell you what, I sure like Billy Napier. I think he's building something great here in Gainesville, and uh, really support him and the program. And I just hope the Gators will, uh, Gator Nation, will have a little patience. Well, that's asking a lot these days, but <laughs> yeah. but yes, I uh, <laughs> I hear what you're saying. All right, thank you, David. Uh, and, and you look, look, some of the transfers that are coming in here. I think people sometimes, <clears throat> because Mertz has been here, right? Um, Jalen Kimber's been here, who came from Georgia. Um, you know, the Mitchell kid uh, from Ohio State. So there, there's some, but it, it's just so hard to say, well, this guy, the offensive lineman that came from Baylor, uh, who probably is going to start. So that's what you want. You know, out of a transfer portal guy. Same thing with George, who's from Alabama. If they either start or they get significant playing time, then that's been a good addition through the portal. David, hello. Hey, Steve. Thanks for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Um, you're talking about patience and recruit. Uh, you know, uh, Tom, I'm sure you know who Tom Bluegenbell is, right? Oh, he's been on the show many times, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I heard him talking the other day, you know, talk, talking about, uh, you know, various teams, but one of them was the Gators came up, and he, and he had mentioned that Billy Napier was really hot in recruiting. This was a couple of weeks ago. and uh, But he also said that, you know, Gator fans and boosters are very impatient and uh, that they weren't going to give Billy enough time and uh, that he, his prediction is, this year is a bad year, next year is a bad year, and then Napier gets fired. Uh, um, I, I guess it depends what bad year is, okay? Yeah. Um, and and I, I don't care if it's Tom or you or me, David, because here's the deal. L- let, me, let me give you a scenario. If, if next year Florida goes 7-5, and five, okay, that's an improvement over the first year. Is it a big improvement? No. Now, I think the fan base then says, okay, in year three, I want to see more improvement. So let's say Florida wins eight. Let's say Florida wins nine. Well, there's, there's why the, the train gets, the track gets slippery for me, David, because what is the expectation then? What is the fan base expectation in year three? Is it to be in the playoff? Now, it expands. This is the last hurrah for the four-team playoff. So there is a better chance that you could get in the playoff. But if you don't, then what? So that is what I think whenever somebody asks me this question, the question I ask back is, what is your expectation? Yeah, and I think other I think other factors are involved as well as like it's how 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 is recruiting going as well. Um, so I, let me, I, you know, as I get as I get older, I, you know, I used to be an optimist, but as I get older, I become more of a pessimist. And um, 
I'm just I looked at the schedule for this year, and it it's I see a I see a scenario where we could win. I think at best we could win eight games, but I also see one where we could win three games. Um, so let's just since we're throwing out hypotheticals, let's throw out this one. Let's say we we worst case scenario. Let's say we we win three games this year, then everybody's gonna be in a frenzy, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, then next year. They win eight games, and you know, and recruiting is still you know going pretty good. Say top ten recruiting classes, or whatever, maybe even top five. Uh, does he get a fourth year? I I think he should get four years, no matter what. I, yeah, as long as he's recruiting well, I think we need to give him four years. But I'm just uh, well, that. but the bottom line is winning and losing. I, I don't yep. care how well you recruit. I mean, you have to w- recruiting well and winning usually go hand in hand. But right. if you're saying to me, you know, from I think, and I'm not speaking for every fan, but I would say for the majority, is the bottom line is how many you win? How many do you win? Yep. If you mm-hmm. if you if I'm recruiting great and I win six, who cares? I only won six. And you could yeah. make the case that I'm not a good coach because I've I've recruited all this talent. I only won six games. So that is the bottom line. And then the other bottom line, 1A, is, I'll get back to my point, what is the expectation level in whatever year of that coaching regime and where it's at? Yeah, I hear you. All right, Steve, appreciate okay. it. Yes, sir, David, thank you. Uh, James says he grew up two miles from Forbes Field in Pittsburgh, in the 60s, two bucks gets you a ticket in the left field bleachers. Broadcaster Bob the Gunner Prince would say, that ball was fouled by a Nats eyelash. What a great expression. Yep. Yeah. And, again, I think older generation who every game was not on television back then, so you listen to a lot more radio broadcasts. And you you did get, um, you know, more intimate with the radio announcer. Adrian says, grew up watching the Mets with my grandpa. Big fan from the Polo Grounds days on WOR. You bet. Enjoyed listening to Tim McCarver. Funny you brought him up. I went from not being able to stomach Tim McCarver to really admiring him. Because I thought McCarver talked way too much, but then got better at it. Uh, and he said his grandpa and him would discuss the points made by McCarver. Indeed, a lot of my baseball knowledge was formulated at that time. Enjoyed when he called out Deion Sanders in the locker room celebration in 92 for being classless when he dumped water on him. If you remember, he didn't appreciate McCarver's criticism of him for leaving the Braves during the playoffs to go play football. Something else about Tim McCarver. People don't know. I believe I'm right in this. I believe he's the last player to play four decades. He played in four different decades. He played in the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s. Uh, BB says, uh, Kurt Gowdy for him. Uh, as far as Liv, listen to some of yesterday's Senate questions about Liv and the PGA. The whole thing just smells bad, including giving a Saudi governor a membership at Augusta. MLB, first thing out of my wife's mouth when I turn on the All-Star game, why are they wearing those ugly uniforms? Yeah, we talked about that yesterday. 
And concerning Pete Rose, no matter what our opinions arose by any other, any other name, still won't get in the Hall of Fame. One thirty. time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Still plenty of time to hear from you. Talk football, talk whatever you want in our last half hour, as long as we talk sports. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. I don't want to go to bed at night dreading waking up in the morning knowing that I'm going to feel like a rusty lawn chair getting out of bed and getting opened up and not being able to really move for a couple hours really throughout the day. For former college and pro football player Bobby Carpenter and those dealing with daily aches and pains, QC Kinetics regenerative pain treatments are a game changer, providing long-lasting relief. Go into a specific joint, a specific region, and then help promote that healing process using your own body's mechanisms to heal. I mean, that's been something that's pretty powerful and there's no surgery there's no downtime qc kinetics natural treatments help the body heal and restore itself no more rusty lawn chair it's no surprise to see people being willing to try this first especially when it has such great results pain relief the natural way qc kinetics call today for your complimentary consultation find out if you're a good candidate for treatment call qc kinetics 352-400-4550 that's 352-400-4550 now with offices in gainesville ocala and the villages three five two four hundred forty five fifty Looking for some summer fun? Then check out Polaris of Gainesville, your number one boat and power sports dealership in North Central Florida. We have all the brands that'll get you outdoors for fun in the sun this season. Family fishing and fun begins with Carolina Skiff, home of the number one selling fiberglass boat. Taking the family out to the best fishing spots or offshore adventure, Carolina Skiff offers the best made in the USA fishing and cruising boats at an unbeatable price. If bass fishing is more your thing, check out our Ranger boats and save up to $5,000 on select models during the inflation buster sale for lovers of comfort polaris of gainesville we have a huge selection of key west boats which offer comfort style and everything needed for a family day on the water or fishing at your favorite spots looking to hit the trails we have a huge selection of polaris off-road machines including the hard-working ranger trail ready razors and the legendary sportsman atv stop into polaris of gainesville on highway 441 between gainesville and alachua online at polarisofgainesville.com what is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no-hassle, no-overcharge auto repair shop. Now looking for qualified auto mechanics to join their growing team. If you're a self-motivated worker with an attitude for excellence, Bush Auto Repair is looking for you. Enjoy competitive pay and a family working environment where they've been keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call 352-372-0372. That's 372-0372 now or at chuckbushautorepair.com. 
the UF Weather Center. Here is your WRUF weather update. Muggy and hot for us today. Highs in the lower 90s. Heat and disease just like yesterday in the lower 100s. Passing showers possible during the early and mid-afternoon west of I-75. Better chance for heavy rain and thunderstorms today. Again, we'll be along in east of the Highway 301 corridor. Tonight, partly cloudy skies. Mild and muggy tomorrow morning. Lows in the mid-70s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. This, keep it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. No sport has an older demo than baseball does. That's what they've been trying to change. They've been trying to get younger. That's why they're trying to speed up the game. Everything is meant to cater to a younger audience here. The all-star uniforms? Man, boring. The National League, I mean, it looked like they were being punished by wearing those. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. We are your home for Sunday night baseball all summer long. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gatorhead football coach Billy Napier. You're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on the ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Well, with SEC Football Media Days starting uh, Monday, it is sort of the unofficial kickoff to the new season. But the last couple of callers really encapsulate for me where a lot of Gator Nation is. I certainly understand how when you've tasted success that you want to continue having it. And there weren't too many years between 1990, no, a 20-year period, 1990 to 2010, that weren't pretty good. I mean, it went from at the start of that, to never having won an official SEC championship to winning three national championships in the space of 12 years. Think of that. Think of of where that football program went. From never having officially won an SEC championship in 1990 to by two decades later winning three national titles in a space of 12 years and countless SEC championships. But I would also tell you, long time ago, long time ago, 15 long years since Florida has won an SEC championship, 15. It is not impossible to rise up, but it is more difficult now, I think, than ever before because more teams are competitive. I say this all the time. Can you right now, except for, can you guarantee me 
that Florida football today can beat any team on this schedule. You can't. Can you guarantee me Florida's going to beat Vanderbilt? Can you guarantee me Florida's going to beat Missouri? You can't. Those were afterthoughts. Afterthoughts. That's why winning now is more difficult. I know what you're going to tell me. Look at Georgia. Well, they've got a pretty special dude there. I mean, Kirby Smart, they're going through the same pains Urban Meyer went through when they got good. I mean, we're seeing a lot of negative stuff come out of that program now. But the fact is, they're two-time defending national champions. And they continue to recruit at a really high level. So, a lot goes into this. Andrew says, do you think most UF fans would rather have an instant success with somebody like Lane Kiffin than go through growing pains with Napier? Of course. Of course. If Lane Kiffin came here and Florida won 10 games, he'd be, I mean, yeah, of course. He says, I think we'd rather have 10-win seasons than have to go through bad seasons. It's tough to watch something so pathetic like last year. Well, again, you're talking pathetic. Pathetic is two wins. Pathetic is three wins. Mediocre, I'll buy. Yes, mediocre, I'll buy. Pathetic? That's kind of strong, Andrew, in my opinion. So, but I get it. Uh, you know, and one person's uh, pathetic is another person's mediocre. It just depends. Ron says, Steve, I'm glad people have called about this because I sometimes think it's just me. I look in the mirror sometimes and I live through those great winning programs and think, am I just a spoiled fan? The way I look in the mirror tells me <laughs> I am. But is that necessarily a bad thing? No. There is nothing wrong with a fan base that would like to have winning. There's nothing wrong with that, ladies and gentlemen. But there also has to be, at least in one person's view, some realism when it comes to that. I've said this in 25 years of doing this. I'm going to say it. Nobody stays on top forever. Go look at Alabama. Go look at LSU. Go look at Oklahoma. It, it, that You just don't. The question becomes, how quickly, when you do fall, you get back up. Chuck says, back to baseball, said, uh, Steve, do you think announcers now are better than the ones that you listened to when you grew up? Ooh, that's a good question. I, I'm biased, but I would say no, 
but I do think there are some really good baseball broadcasters now. But the fan base has changed. I think what the fan base expects from a broadcast has changed. You know, when if you're an older fan and you're listening to radio, you know, the, traditionally you did, I think a lot of people like a broadcaster, an announcer, to describe for them, make them see the field, make them see what's going on. But with all, if you're watching a television broadcast now, well, there's all kinds of different gizmos that, you know, they weren't around. Remember when slow motion happened? Remember when replay happened? Whoa, that was pretty cool. Well, now look what's out there. So I think part of that is generational. And one more email before our break here. Uh, Sam uh, talks baseball. He said, uh, favorite baseball announcer right now is Joe Buck. He thinks he's great. Uh, and he is it's a football thing. He says, I'm guilty. I'm one of those Gator fans that doesn't have patience. I know it's not right but I just can't help myself when I see other programs like an, like an LSU or an Ole Miss surpass us. I, it just bothers me, especially with a school like Ole Miss, who has no business being better than we are, be better than we are. I, I, I don't know what to say. Hopefully, Scott Strickland's hired the right guy, and hopefully... He turns things around. Here's what I think. With an expanded playoff field, if Florida gets in the playoff in the next two, three years, that's a step. That's a step. And I wonder, and maybe tomorrow I'll bring this up, because I think it's a good topic. What would your expectation be in year three or year four? What would you what would you expect given coaches here, he's recruited, given what you see in recruiting, what would you say the expectation should be for you as a fan in year three or year four? 144, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. One more segment left. Still time to hear from you. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Alex Washburn. The Florida Gators won the Men's Capital One Cup for the 22-23 academic year. The cup is a measure of the university's athletic program's placement and NCAA competitions performed over that year. Major League Baseball's second half of the season begins tomorrow. The Tampa Bay Rays will go on the road to take on the Kansas City Royals, while the Miami Marlins will take a trip to Baltimore to face the Orioles. SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey has agreed to a contract extension through 2028. He's been in that role since 2015 and has overseen the conference's expansion with Texas and Oklahoma and a $300 million TV contract with ABC. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Alex Washburn. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. 
If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. So I have a full upper dental implant and full lower. The bottom is removable. So I had everything removed and replaced. I take them out every day, clean them, and put them back in. They snap on securely so you can eat with comfort and everything else and you don't have to worry about laughing and them coming out. <laughs> I was dumping so much money into like replacing each individual tooth. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to find an alternative. I love it. <laughs> I can smile a big smile now and not have to worry about missing teeth. It's a great place. I highly recommend it. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss, whether it's affecting you or a loved one. Don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gators head baseball coach Kevin O'Sullivan, and you are listening to Sports Team with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Um, I, I don't know if there's another person named this. Uh, Jeffrey says, don't know too many famous announcers from back in the day, but without a doubt, baseball's best TV announcer today is Joe Morgan. Uh, his knowledge and insight of the game of baseball is unparalleled. Nothing against Buck. He can stick to football. Unless there's another Joe Morgan, uh, if you're talking about the Baseball Hall of Famer Joe Morgan, He's no longer with us. So maybe there's another Joe Morgan I don't know about, but he did. He was, obviously, uh, a very good analyst uh, when he did it. Uh, Elijah, hello. Hey, Steve. I had uh, two questions. The first one was the other day you were talking about the stadium renovations, and you said that there were some complications about building it, like uh, tearing down the stadium and rebuilding it right where it is. But I tuned in halfway through, and I didn't hear it. Uh, well, what was the complications with that? Well, I think just in terms of uh, nothing specific, but if you're looking at just tearing the whole thing down and then rebuilding it where it is, that's probably way more money. Uh, I think that's the first thing. And secondly, is that, you know, can you build it to the spec that, you know, this one was? So I, I just think there's... I, I anything I guess is on the table, I would say that's a not not a very good option. 
All right, thank you. And then uh, the question, I'll, I'll have to leave you after it, but uh, who do you, with Josh and Kobe going off to the MOB, who do you think will fill in their spots at the shortstop and third base? That remains to be seen. I, I think we could have a transfer portal there. I think we could have, you know, maybe an incoming freshman. Just have to wait to see. Now, remember, Derek Fabian's in the portal, so Kobe Halter leaves, so remains to be seen. All right. Thank you, Steve. Okay. Thank you. And I, I don't have a better answer because I, I want to see the roster as it's constructed. Uh, Peyton says, seems almost every sport seems to have loud, small segments of fans who think the sport they love isn't as good when they watched it. And whatever changes have been made ruined it to the point where they no longer recognize it. Baseball, NASCAR, and football seem to be the biggest culprits. Um. Peyton, I think there's something to that. I think a lot of people look back and say, you know, the good old days and, you know, all that. Yes. Um, I will say this. I don't know that many people would quibble if I said it was simpler then. It was simpler. Didn't say better. Didn't say worse just said simpler if you went to a college game right you pretty much knew who was on your team yes people could transfer but it wasn't as easy and now you gotta it's like free agency so simpler without a doubt porter hello hey steve i like the ding instead of that uh that that hard static sound we used to have for coming on. Um, I, I I tried to uh, make it easier using my voice to text and it didn't really translate well. My announcers, what I was saying is, you know, Joe Garagiola, partially for the same reason somebody else said, that was the voice that I got to hear. So doing the Saturday game, and I sure. think he also did the Monday night baseball is short lived. But um, uh, Jeff Cardozo, obviously from from here, and then I'm trading uh, Skip Ben Re- or Skip Harry, Pete Ben Re- and Ernie Johnson as one. And uh, you know, I know it's three, but you know, growing up with the Braves on the Superstation, and uh, you know they were, they had to make it interesting because most of the time the Braves weren't very interesting. And um, you know, granted, you know you know what you what you experienced as opposed to things you haven't. But uh, they they somehow managed in the rotating two of them on on TV and one on radio and, and constantly shuffling in. It, it kept it fresh. And uh, you know so that's that's what I grew up with. So that's why I'm putting it up at the top. And um, I'm sure that there's a little bias in there, but I admit that. So. Anyway, thanks, Steve. Okay. Porter, thank you. Uh, Mike, hello. Steve. Yeah. yeah okay. I did, I, it was a ding this time instead of uh, the usual sound before. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm learning this. Uh, okay. I, I, I didn't know that, but I hope it's okay. Yeah, it's just fine, Steve. Uh, you know, I'd sent in earlier, and I don't know if you've ever had a chance to listen to him, uh, announcer, Jim Palmer. Uh, oh yeah! This year, I got I got the Major League Baseball thing where I can watch the game every night, and he is just really good. He must be eighty years old, but his his knowledge and he doesn't get so specific that he kind of loses you. He he does it in in the, so I don't know if you ever heard him, but he, yeah, was, Jim you know, used really Jim's impressed. been on some national broadcasts too, um, back yeah. in the day. So yes, I, I did hear him, uh, and I think he's good. Yeah, and real quick. Uh, what do you think of my Orioles, bud, after half a year? Well, obviously, you know, where they are speaks for itself. 
Um, and I was a bit skeptical because uh, I thought last year they kind of did it, well, you know, smoke and mirrors a little bit. But some uh-huh. of those young players they brought up have certainly helped them. Um, so, I mean, it's a half a season to go. But, I mean, if you're an Orioles fan, I, you got to be pretty darn happy. Well, I think they won 47 games like two years ago. It's one of the biggest turnarounds of the sport team. Uh, thank goodness, because I was worried I would not live to see the Orioles be at least good again. And they got so many young players coming up, too. And what I've been surprised about is they're starting pitching. Uh, that's where I thought we were going to be really weak. And they, uh, I think the last seven games, every pitcher has made a few six innings. And that's kind of what they want from them right now. They, are, uh, they remind me a little bit of the Rays in the sense of if you're not a Tampa fan, they don't – I mean, look, they had all-stars. I'm not saying they don't, but they're still not household names. They're still not oh, Freddie yeah. Freeman – or, you know, Randy Arena is not Freddie Freeman because, mm-hmm. you know, Tampa's not a great baseball place in terms of attendance and things like that. And the Orioles remind me of that a little bit. I mean, certainly, you know, they got some young players that are good, but they're not nationally known yet. But they do a nice job. And their farm and system has really helped them. Yeah, I was going to say, their drafts have been excellent. One last thing, Steve, about it, it changer, making it the stadium better. I just worry that all that cost is going to be put down to fans, and it's all ready for just an average show to afford to go to the game. And if, if you're going to upgrade all this stuff, is it going to make it where people can't even afford to go? Uh, that's never happened in history, has it? Well, never I, happened you know, in history. I think it, what? That, that is too expensive. I think it's already been happening. I think a lot of people have dropped off their season tickets because they can't afford it. Well, here's what I'm I saying. Think, yeah, I, here's what I'm saying that if you take a look at a pro franchise, right, and they build a new stadium, well, now, it's a little bit different because the government or the city usually kicks in some of that, right? But normally speaking, a price will go up for a ticket. Normally speaking, prices are going to go up for concession, parking, things like that. It, It almost always gets passed down to the fan. And yet... Now, there's more corporate than there ever used to be, corporate suites and that sort of thing. Yes. Does it squeeze some of the average fan out? Yes. But still, people are going to games. But undoubtedly, if a ticket price goes up to a certain point, there's going to be some people who can't afford it. No question. Yeah. I thanks, Steve. Okay. Appreciate you, Mike. Thank you. Um, Yeah. I think it's another fascinating topic. And maybe we can delve into this tomorrow because, once again, there isn't. What do you think? What do you think, as a Gator fan, is the obligation of the school to make a ticket affordable? What is the obligation? You can certainly go to Gator Baseball and sit in the berm. And it costs less to sit in the berm than it does to sit in a suite, right? Now, in football, you don't quite have that option, but you get where I'm going, right? The delicate balance of that is you've got to make money. Football has to be, has to be a revenue generator. 
it drives the rest of the sports. So that's the dilemma. If you want bells and whistles, and I think, again, the fans who are putting out the money, I don't think the UAA or really anybody else cares too much if the money's coming from me or the money's coming from, you know, some big booster. What they care about is getting the money. And that's just how it is. I, I, I mentioned this the other day. There's restaurants in town I can go to, and there's restaurants in town I can't go to or I don't choose to go to. I don't want to pay 40 bucks or 50 bucks for a steak. Does it, and does that also preclude people from going to that restaurant because it's too expensive? Yes, it does. No doubt. Our thanks today to Blake Alderman, 24-7 Sports, talking college football recruiting. Gators get another one and looking to get some more. And Colby Halter, uh, terrific kid, leaving the Gator baseball program to go play pro baseball. Um, we thank you for listening. Thanks to Ailey for producing today. We'll do it again tomorrow for a Friday edition of Sports Scene. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Steve Russell. You're listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.